0: Welcome everyone to Screams After Midnight, I am Pierre and joining me as always is
1: Tim. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess eventually it had to happen, we had to, uh, convene in the flesh, <laughs> we had to really get each other's touch and sense, uh, in here, and, uh. Yeah, what a movie <laughs> to do it with. <laughs> yes, what a cent, and what a
0: scent that is uh, mm-hmm. coming from Tim. Um, this is a horror movie podcast. We get together, we talk about a horror film, and on this episode, we will be talking about Halloween mm-hmm. Ends, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, which is the
1: final part of this modern Halloween trilogy. Let's admit it. It's the final part of this modern Halloween trilogy. I think I did just that, yes. That's why we we're admitting it, yeah. Uh, yeah, we, we are admitting it, yes. <laughs>
0: uh we'll start spoiler evil ends tonight <laughs> well they said that but the last one i that you yeah. know I, but yes mm-hmm. we'll start spoiler free as we always do we'll give mm-hmm. you more get spoilers now forewarning for halloween kills mm-hmm. we went two hours and 40 minutes yeah so we'll see how this goes but you know uh, brace yourselves is what i'm saying
1: yeah yeah uh yeah if you have to go to the bathroom go now because you're not going to want to stop uh, in the middle uh, to take a wee or you, poo. No, you are not. I think
0: <laughs> n- normally, like, I start with the premise of the movie, and I'll, mm-hmm. I'll do what I can here, but I feel like a lot of this premise this, is a spoiler. Yeah, this is super tough to do non spoilery. Which I, I guess is to admit that this film isn't a typical Halloween movie, There's, it's, it's got other things going on. As long as we're admitting
1: it, it's not a typical Halloween movie. Well, it meant a lot. To you, apparently, <laughs> it's confession time. <laughs> Welcome
0: to horror movie confessionals. Um, so, you know, there won't be much
1: of a premise. I don't know why,
0: if... why did you just do that. <laughs> I
1: don't know if people can tell, but this is the first time we've been in the same room together. So, usually we record uh, separately because I live at home <laughs> and you live. I'm not quite sure. In Scotland. France? Or, oh, okay. That's Scotland, it's Scotland. Yeah, <laughs> That's what that normal. accent is. <laughs> yes. Um, so. I Caribbean, I don't know. Caribbean? <laughs> oh, alright. Oh, uh, so, yeah, I think,
0: yeah, we can't really talk about the premise too much. Mm-hmm. We can give our general feelings of this final part, obviously, if
1: you go and back... And we can have general feelings of each other. <laughs> we can feel each other i'm, I'm no. sure i'm sure we will all right yeah so uh, we actually went to the theater together to see we, this we did we yeah. did. We saw this in the theater together he did his famous popcorn trick for me <laughs> this is going to be
0: a yes um we went to the theater together i got to see mm. nicole kedman tell me
1: that amc makes yes. movies better uh, and <laughs> that was a delightful experience uh As but... she's like watching jurassic world <laughs> <laughs> actually i do quite like the commercial i just think they need better movies like you can't be that like have that much gravitas when the stuff you're watching is like <laughs> jurassic world and like wonder woman and stuff yeah I, t-
0: I think
1: la la land might be the most prestigious movie that was guess. in this I don't, <laughs> yeah, I, don't,
0: I don't know right i think first things first
1: right. and actually and oh. and let's be honest uh they should change it up for Halloween. Like, that should be Michael Myers walking into the theater. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, still have Nicole Kidman's voice, but just have it Michael Myers. Well, I was going to ask, because Michael Myers traditionally doesn't talk
0: much. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a doer, not a seer. Uh, yeah. One might say. It's a man uh, of action. <laughs> one could say that, yes. Yeah. Uh, so, first things first. Just to re- recap our feelings on these modern Halloween movies. Mm-hmm. Halloween 2018, we were both highly disappointed with. Neither one of us liked it very much, mm-hmm. uh, which was documented heavily in the review at the time, which was like an hour and 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. Then the two hour 40 minute review of Halloween Kills was a wild ride, And mm-hmm. that it's a terrible movie, but it's at least a funny, terrible movie, with a lot of interesting, weird things to talk
1: about. There, there's, there's definitely a lot to talk about, yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think the big thing I want to say getting at the start of this discussion is that I think I said at the end of that review that, Mm -hmm. you know, the worst thing this third movie could be at this point, because after the craziness of kills, even though Mm -hmm. it wasn't good, I was hoping that at least it would be crazy again, that there'd be some interesting stuff to talk about. And the worst thing it could be would be just a dull, bad movie. Mm -hmm. I think it's safe to say they gave us a whole (laughs) new (laughs) slate of things to talk about Uh, that are are crazy in their own ways. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, um... It's set a few years after the the last, cause the last two were the same night, and then this mm-hmm. one is like there's a scene at the start, which is the following year, and then it's I assume it's present day the, the rest of the movie. Uh, I guess it.
1: so. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that makes sense.
0: Yeah, or, 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 or close to it, if not. Yeah. But um, and obviously, Jamie Lee Curtis is back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the the granddaughters back, Allison. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah so we'll get into things but um lindsey wallace is back lindsey wallace has got a small cameo again <laughs> yes So oh. no, well we, we can't talk about the premise the premise is, is spoiler it's complete spoiler territory so i will Hi, just yeah. ask the question mm-hmm. tim <laughs> how did you feel about halloween ends
1: uh so I, I do have to admit i did um so actually i actually have seen this twice i watched it on friday with my wife uh you <laughs> bitch. Know, i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> hey i could have she wanted to see it. what am i gonna say no uh you say no this is pure territory yeah. your, your wife that's peter this is pure territory
0: you have wife territory okay i don't ask you for a handy right that's true for for Halloween ends that is true
1: (laughs) so uh, so I actually did see it uh, but yeah I I am glad uh, that I I saw it twice because well one I I enjoyed the company uh, and also the theater experience it was a good (laughs) this is a good movie to see in the theater especially the theater one too it was very comfortable had nice big wide seats a little table you could put your candy on it it was a
0: Dolby theater so the base was absolutely booming
1: yeah yeah, I was like, oh good for that elf oh, from Harry Potter to <laughs> <laughs> open up a, a theater. Um That was Dobby. <laughs> that was close enough. I'm sorry I'm not a Harry Potter nerd like you. I think
0: i to find
1: Uh but no, I, I I'm glad uh that uh, yeah, I got to see it twice. Uh so my thoughts on it. I am super duper surprised. That i'm saying this because again the first one didn't really like i i think some people act like they have like a fondness for that 2018 one and i don't know i just think it's like kind of boring and generic like it's like not really anything special uh and then halloween kills was just yeah so crazy all, and all over the place but it's a bad movie and then it's one that i had a lot of fun watching it the first time with my initial reactions and then talking to you was a blast just to get like all our thoughts and stuff out there because it's so crazy but then i rewatched it before uh, this movie, and it's kind of a slog when you go back and watch it. It's a long movie. It's like the old hours, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's not. it's just not super fun. Uh, so I definitely didn't have high hopes for this movie, and uh, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I kind of liked it. It's... Ooh. I... Ooh. <laughs> I'm not going to say it's a good movie. Uh, I think it definitely has plenty of flaws, uh, but I am going to say I do admire, like, the big swings it takes. Like, there are definite things in this movie that i did not expect or see coming uh, at any point so watching it was like uh it was actually like pretty exciting being like okay like well, where are you going with this and then um watching it a second time I actually did appreciate some like like little things that they set up and just being like oh hey like just, just like something they would show like a, a shot of that'll be like oh i know that's gonna like you know play an a important part coming up um And uh, I I, again, it's hard to get into specifics, um, you know, without getting spoilery, but uh, I like what they do with some of the characters. I will say what I like about this movie is the big swings and new directions that it takes. I think where it falters for me is when it goes back to the same old Laurie versus, you know, Michael uh, storyline that they have been, you know, doing this whole trilogy like that stuff just doesn't really do a ton for me uh and it it just feels like same kind of boring tire territory uh but when they are doing the new stuff that like i do kind of perk up and um i don't know it it felt different and interesting to me so that's kind of where i'm landing (laughs) yeah um and i and 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 i and i want to say we saw this together at the theater Mm mm-hmm and we did not talk about it at all because we no, we didn't no. want to know the opinion. So I have no idea where you're going to come from. This honestly, I I, don't, I can see you going either way. So I, I I'm very interested. Uh, there are definitely some times in the theaters where you did get a look on your face, like what the hell just happened. But I don't know if that was in a good way or not. So I guess we'll find out soon. <laughs> um.
0: Okay, this is, this is a complex series of thoughts to, to <laughs>
1: Um
0: Much like Halloween Kills, there are mm-hmm. several times in this movie where I basically burst out laughing because <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> there are moments that are that are very hammy or mm-hmm. so overacted or overdirected that they are become super silly. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of like, a character will say or do a thing and then it'll linger on a reaction shot that then the reaction shot would make me laugh. It happened multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, I think, the ending, and by the ending I mean like the last 15-20 minutes, I think that <laughs> sucks. I'm um, not going to disagree. Yeah, and when we get into spoilers, we could talk about the specifics of that. And what's actually interesting about that opinion, because I don't think there's like an interesting caveat to, to saying mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I don't think the execution is typically that great. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to say something bold here. Then. <laughs> okay, here we go. That's what people want to see from a conceptual level i will say this is the best of the three movies sure okay because it is daring to do something different Mm -hmm. is daring to do something new i don't think it always like pulls off what it's trying Mm -hmm. to do Mm -hmm. but at the very least i'm like well there's an interesting idea here and i'm kind of you know like i actually think they chickened out by the like i'll agree with that yeah the ending i felt chickened out of the premise Mm -hmm. uh because the premise i thought was okay this is different just try to do something new for the most part with the franchise and i could kind of get behind the idea of it mm-hmm. um i do think that the way the characters talk about the, the main themes and the main story that's going on often mm-hmm. felt forced and it felt like they were, they were jumping to it was the same thing with kills where you know you to have characters starting to monologue about what michael myers is and evil's dying tonight and all that like Mm -hmm. everything would turn into like these over-the-top character monologues yeah and there's kind of that thing in this i mean you know Lee curtis has like a a narration because she's writing a book at the start of the movie Mm -hmm. and uh, it's just like oh what is evil evil's this evil's that and i'm trying to be a normal woman now with my uh (laughs) my my laundry what uh
1: what i think is interesting about this trilogy is like each movie does have like very specific themes that they are obviously trying to tackle but i don't Mm. but i honestly like can't like i think it's very obvious to be like oh yeah like the first movie like they're looking at this and like the second movie they're looking at this and this movie they're looking at this but i i can't tell from what the movie what they're ultimately trying to say like i and like we'll get more to it in like spoiler territory but like with, with this one like I, I was like okay i know i well I, th- I thought this movie was going to have something to say and then it kind
0: of yeah. diverted path yes <laughs> very <Yeah>. very quickly <laughs> at a certain point so which is my big problem with the the last 20 minutes mm-hmm. um like I-, I thought a lot of moments felt goofy and silly and hammy <laughs> is the best word i could use to describe it but i kind of appreciated the wild like direction it was trying to take mm-hmm. it in um in a way that i think at least you know in concept worked better than say what halloween 6 tried to do with like oh make sure. all you know controlled by a cult yeah <laughs> bullshit like it's not that <clears throat> um but it's kind of a bold thing because as the movie starts, like the entire cold open before it, the, the titles play mm-hmm. it's like okay what is this
1: yeah this doesn't feel like uh, I, a halloween movie yeah i really like the the cold opening it is i think it is very like interesting and bold <laughs> if i may mm. say so you may <laughs> but uh well let me ask you this question and i I forget i might have asked you in the other uh movie discussions too but Mm. you're you're very much a a bigger halloween fan than me i um yeah i I mean i i like the franchise you know i think the first one obviously is a stone cold classic and then you know a lot of the sequels are diminishing returns but there are some that are fun um but like it's never been like my franchise like it's it's never been the one that i was like oh yeah like i grew up watching it and loving it and like oh i i identify with Michael Myers so much <laughs> like you know like you do and then <laughs> I, I don't know if I ever said that part but... but so like i don't know like when when they you know they're doing a new movie like do you want to see something like this that is going in like crazy bold new directions or do you just want like them to do a very standard boilerplate sequel where it's just like here yeah, it's just it's slasher it's michael he's killing people here's the thing like there's too
0: many nostalgia sequels today, and Halloween 2018 in its own way it as a nostalgia sequel. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I'd have had much of a problem with that. But if it was, if I thought the direction was good for the type of movie Halloween's supposed mm-hmm. to be, my problem with that movie was that it, the you know the pacing was off, the kills felt off.
1: Yeah,
0: it didn't move like a Halloween movie. Um, I
1: think especially like in kills, like you, you know you're yeah. making the point that it's like John Wick, Michael Myers. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, like- yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but having said that, like I think if it's ever going to be a great movie again, if you only have a sequel that it, it has to shake things up and it has to kind of like mm-hmm. put its own definitive stamp on it and maybe kind of reinvent it in, in a way mm-hmm. uh, in a way that kind of takes it forward and honors what it was, but does mm-hmm. something different with it. Yeah. Like I think there's potential in that and I think the core concept of what this movie tries to do is mm-hmm. a good idea for that. Okay, okay. But you know, execution is, is what it is and then sure. Totally abandoning it for the ending is uh, another <laughs> thing entirely. So,
1: there you go. <laughs> um,
0: yeah. Uh, so that's uh, about that. Um, what else do we? T- t- what do we say without spoilers? Really? I mean, because it's so <laughs> everything's spoiler. Yeah. Um, I, I, know, I don't like, know. <laughs> like I feel like the. Like some things feel rushed in the movie, I'd say that you know, for it, sure. You know, and mm. that, goes, that goes hand in hand with a hammy complaint, where some mm. some moments feel like just like oh, we 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 rushed to a character realizing something, yeah, to get it going, but it doesn't feel natural, and therefore feels a bit goofy and whatnot. Mm. Um, so yeah, I I don't I still don't think David Gordon Green's a good director for this kind of movie. Like, you mm-hmm. know, his, his comedy work, uh, at least from TV, I think is fine. Yeah, but um for for a horror movie tackling mm-hmm. serious themes and trying to say something about evil. <laughs> um, I don't know.
1: I mean, I I could be wrong, but I do think is this the first movie where they had like additional writers on it? Cuz oh, I think I the know. other ones were just Danny McBride and David Gordon Green. This one has a, a actually a couple of different people that they're, they're credited as writers too, but um um I don't
0: actually know off the top of my head.
1: But I mean, I, I, one thing I think that's kind of interesting is that, uh, you know, if, if that is true, then, uh, I just wonder if I, I, because I, cause I do think David Gordon Green is like a good director, but I just wonder if maybe he's not the person that should be, you know, shepherding the story. Like maybe with a different script, and I don't know, maybe the stuff that's good about this, I don't know if part of it is, you know, uh, welcomed by the new writers or something. Um, but. Yeah, I, I just wonder maybe what this trilogy will look like maybe if someone else was helming in the story or something. Yes, I think,
0: you know, going back to what you asked before about do you want just mm-hmm. a copycat sequel that's decent but fun, and that's kind of what halloween 4 is and i love halloween 4 for, for mm-hmm. the fun thing that it is mm-hmm. uh, or do you want something ambitious and new that, that does something different mm-hmm. um i can you know i can want that i think some people would argue that's what rob zombies movie is i would say <laughs> no it's not no um, but what i would say is that i think if you want it to be special again you mm-hmm. have to do something new you have to do sure. something that feels like it rejuvenates everything because it has a new take mm-hmm. on a new idea yeah um and I think the idea in this is good. I just think Ooh. that the execution is not always up to, to par. There's a, lot, there's a lot of, you know, bad characters and wonky decisions being made and things yeah. being, you know, shoved down our throats <laughs> with slow motion uh, and other things like that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I definitely don't disagree with that, I but I I think the the new directions and ideas and stuff that it goes into for me was more enjoyable so it kind of outweighs it it, it let me get past some of the less favorable stuff too and i I, I don't want to sound like i love this movie like it's not like oh my god this is one of my new favorite horror movies it's just especially when compared to the other two movies in this trilogy Mm. it's like oh wow this is pretty good versus the other ones which were kind of dog shit (laughs) 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 not to be mean
0: yeah yeah, I would say it's the best of the three. Yeah. And part of that is because it isn't just trying to be Halloween again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think we have to just give the spoiler warning so we can actually talk about everything. So we full spoilers for this point on, mm-hmm. for Halloween ends, you have been warned. <laughs> and I'm going to start off this with the a statement I would not have expected to make huh. about this. Okay. And I'll go, I'll elaborate after to what I mean for this, especially if you've mm-hmm. not seen the movie and you're going to into the spoiler section just waiting to hear about what, what it is.
1: Weirdo. Some people don't really
0: watch it <laughs> um my biggest complaint of this movie you know obviously i can talk about some goofy moments in the right in the acting <laughs> direction but my biggest complaint is that michael Meyer should not have been in this movie
1: oh no yeah no i i agree I, that's like what i was saying before is like the stuff where it always falters to me is when it's going back to Laurie and michael
0: and stuff yeah because this is the thing you see michael a few times throughout the film but i i was a i was positive that he Mm. wasn't really there i thought it was in a character's head
1: yeah that makes
0: sense yeah yeah Mm -hmm. i I, know and we'll get to like you know where i'm getting that from (laughs) in a bit but i thought the michael we saw for most of the movie was in a character's head he wasn't Mm -hmm. really there he was truly and utterly just mysteriously vanished they say that he disappeared after the end of the last movie and they don't know where he is and that's part of the mystery Mm -hmm. of the shape right cool Mm but then the last 20 minutes like this new character that we've built up the whole movie Corey. the whole movie's about this guy named Corey mm, yeah. who's becoming the new shape that is the plot of this movie that mm-hmm. someone new who is in an unfortunate accident starts to become this, this source of evil and mm-hmm. uh, become the new shape which is a, a really interesting idea for a halloween movie yeah. halloween sequel um but you know, it's only been a few hours since we watched it, but as try as I can, I, can. <laughs> I cannot fathom what Michael, like, or, or, or even not even that, what Laurie, because it's Laurie really who kills him, mm-hmm. what Laurie killing him... laurie
1: killing Corey, or
0: laurie killing Corey, (laughs) and then switching to michael showing up again just so that michael and laurie can have a face off yeah to me that felt so tacked on because the movie up until that point was not about laurie versus michael not at all no
1: no no No.
0: uh the trailer was about that and it turned out almost that trailer was (laughs) from the end of the movie because uh, most of the movie isn't that yeah i can't fathom like what 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 does this last 15 minutes do to end the story the rest of the movie was telling
1: I mean, I, I I hate to even bring it up, but like, I mean, this does feel like the same kind of bullshit that you see, saw in like the Star Wars sequel trilogy, where it's like, you have these interesting new characters, but at the mm. end of the day, they always have to pull back and go, uh, but whoa, whoa here's Emperor Palpatine again. He's a bad guy. I gotta fight him. And, you know, it's like, no, like, you have this super interesting new character. And yeah, then it's just like the last. You know, 15 minutes or so it's like oh no wait this is a Halloween movie like, like uh, bring in Michael Myers <laughs> it just felt like the movie wasn't about
0: that at all so it felt yeah. like a total betrayal of the rest of the film and mm-hmm. I'm like we've been building up this character the whole time and he's mm-hmm. just gone now and I just I felt like yeah, I felt like his story didn't have a satisfying conclusion didn't feel like it made some no. big point that you know Laurie got to kill him
1: yeah I mean and, and that's kind of the, other, the what I was kind of bringing up before too is like I, I think it's really interesting what they're doing with the character and I feel like a lot of the movie is trying to look at this idea of like cycles of violence, of how like you know um, what happens when you know you have this person who you know uh, essentially is a good person, but they're I, it, it's almost like a metaphor for like I don't know, cancel culture <laughs> or something like where like you know if people start treating him this certain way, uh, you know mm-hmm. what happens to this kind of person. But then ultimately, you think like okay, if that's what you're saying, then like you want some kind of like redemptive thing where like he you know redeems himself in the end or, or something but instead it is just kind of like no like they're a bad person <laughs> they they messed up and I mean, now they're dead I, I, I was
0: okay with them being evil and like mm-hmm. just being the new shape but like like I, I thought that was maybe going to be the point of the movies that there'll always be a new pure evil there will yeah. always be that that'll always be around even if it's not michael myers with mm-hmm. the mask on it'll be someone else with the mask on you know the idea that it's it's a, this immortal thing and, and then
1: Oh, the, like, even in like the book she's writing she like specifically says like at the end or whatever like evil never dies it just changes shape which would be a great metaphor for you know Cory in this instance but then it's like he's already dead yeah <laughs> it's like but no, no Michael Myers does come back so it didn't change shape it's the same guy yeah and, and maybe I mean they did sort of definitively kill Michael at the very end we'll get we'll talk about we'll all see. that <laughs> Halloween begins uh, like the next movie <laughs> he's just like all stitched up like Chucky and Bride of Chucky I mean, he it was, it was, it was basically put into a blender. That's, I mean, I, I don't think he's coming back from that.
0: I mean, not that I'm saying there won't be another Halloween story may come because there will be. It'll just be a, a, another reboot or another something. You know? Well,
1: this time it'll be, like, you know, these are the one 2018 kills and yeah. storyline. The next one will be picking up from, like, part four <laughs> <laughs> and they're just going right into the well, new one that's the interesting thing about this whole idea
0: of like a new character becoming the shape is that's mm-hmm. kind of the end in a four and i yeah. I, I really like mm-hmm. that ending and it's just a sort of thing, a quick thing at the end to sort of say oh this new this new kid's going to grow up to be the next michael mm-hmm. and i like that ending to four. i think this movie kind of takes it and sort mm-hmm. of like expands it in the idea that it's not a kid necessarily it's actually mm-hmm. someone who's just in a because like, the movie starts off... Um, I mean, you don't get it until after the cold open, but you get this sort of montage that implies that Haddonfield after Halloween 2018, mm-hmm. which was yeah, the night that you know, all this stuff happened in the first two movies, mm-hmm. is the town was so paranoid and so scared of him coming back because no one knew where he went, mm-hmm. that everyone was on edge, everyone was scared of something happening, they were looking for people to point fingers at and blame. So it's kind of bringing up uh you know paranoia and mass Mm -hmm. hysteria and things and the last movie kind of tried to tackle that obviously the the results were (laughs) questionable but um you know it's this this idea that you know this this guy Corey re-interested in the opening scene he's there to babysit uh this kid Mm -hmm. uh, and on halloween night
1: and this is twenty nineteen, so it's a year after the last two movies it's like these rich parents, and they're going out to like this Halloween party, and they yeah. they and he's not even a babysitter; they just hire like the I guy think, that cleans their yard.
0: Yeah, I think he said, "Yeah, they did yeah. the yard work for him." But the, mm-hmm. the, the regular babysitter had to cancel, so he get mm-hmm. called in, and he seems to get on well enough with the kid. He showed him the thing. Well, it's John Carpenter's yeah. the thing, which is <laughs> an interesting callback to the original movie mm-hmm. because they watched the original thing <laughs> in yeah. that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but the kid likes to play little pranks and he actually, mm-hmm. you know, disappears and scares Corey a little bit and locks him in this attic room mm-hmm. where... I,
1: I don't know if Corey suffers from maybe either claustrophobia
0: or something like that.
1: Well, I, I the, the way I kind of took it is that, like you were kind of saying, this town is still so paranoid from mm. Michael Myers, which makes sense because, you know, it, again, like... I don't like kills, but, you know, if we do have to accept that it is the reality of this, uh, you know, series, like, he killed so many people in that last movie that <laughs> if he just disappears, like, okay, yeah, I probably would be a little scared, too, especially, you know, when the kid's playing it up and telling him, like, oh, Michael Myers is coming and he only kills babysitters and stuff. And and it's the one-year anniversary of yeah. this massacre that killed a, lot, you know, Michael killed a lot of people in those two movies. Yeah. So I, I feel like it does make sense for him to get, like, you know, especially if he's, <clears throat> you know, someone that just is prone to being you know a little scared or whatever that yeah just being in this situation and having that in your head could you know freak you out a little bit yeah but also yeah like you were saying like who knows it could be claustrophobic or something like but he starts to freak out and he's banging the door he's like hey it's a little i mean out." and i and and just to reiterate too though i actually really do like this opening scene i thought this was directed pretty well like there's a lot of like I don't want to say like Mr. X but there's lots of focuses on things like you know you very clearly see him like going to grab a knife and then he sets it down and then it's not there again and then as you know the first time you're watching this it, it is a lot of like mm. okay when is Michael gonna show up I like that it's playing with these expectations like I I mean I don't know you know if you thought this but the first time I watched it I definitely was like okay where's Michael you know he's like yeah we're really playing with uh well you know I mean I didn't but not because like
0: I probably would have done if I would just watched the movie mm-hmm. completely cold but I'd heard that the movie Oh, okay. Up until the last twenty minutes was unconventional. So I was kind of like, in my head. Oh, I was gotcha. thinking, mm-hmm. okay, obviously you would think this is Michael, but I think it's something else because yeah. I know the movie's going to do something different. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know it. I had no spoilers other than just it's different.
1: Yeah, yeah that, that was
0: all I knew. Uh, but he, you know, he's he starts to kick in the door because he's he's getting scared. And as he's doing this, the parents are arriving home, so the cars pulling mm-hmm. in outside. And when he eventually kicks the door open, the, the, the door hits the kid who's standing right outside the door still, mm-hmm. and it pushes him over the edge of the banister. Uh, and this is, you know, this is a tall, like, three-story house, mm-hmm. something like that. So he, he he basically falls to his death, and it's a pretty gruesome
1: effect where you see the kid land. The parents see the kid land yeah. right down in front of them. It, it's very quick, so I'm not sure exactly how he does it, but it looks like he does it in some way that, like, kind of, like, snaps his, like, spine yeah. back or, or, like, something like that that, like... Just makes it like a very extra, like oof, yeah. painful. Little, at least
0: like, if not his spine and certainly his neck. Like, yeah There's definitely some snapping going on.
1: There's a lot of blood.
0: Yes. Uh so it's this horrific thing where he this this guy, Corey, has accidentally killed mm-hmm. this uh little shithead. Mm-hmm. Um and obviously he's taken in by the police, and we don't really know at this point like what the the fallout of this is gonna be. And at this point, I don't know this guy's gonna be the main character, but he is, mm-hmm. he's absolutely the main character of this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so we skip ahead to presumably present day Halloween, or, well, it's not Halloween day yet, but it's, like, right before it. Yeah. And we're introduced to what he is now, and he is, you know, he is out, you know, he's hes not been tried for murder, because obviously, you know, it's, it's mm-hmm. established it as accidental. Mm-hmm and he is working as a mechanic which kind of already tells you that his life is taking a different turn because in the opening scene he's talking about applying to colleges and things like that. yeah
1: he's talking about how he wants to be an engineer and um this is so it it was interesting on the second watch uh because knowing what happens and just being able to see how different he is in this opening scene versus the um uh like later scenes I, i thought like just a really good acting job because you know in the opening scene he is very like you know he's very likable kind of like maybe like a nerdy guy but like you know, you can see like oh okay like i like this guy and then uh yeah it, it's like he does i think a very good performance like afterwards where you can just tell there's like this you know hauntedness inside of which <laughs> is i mean which you know is very fair like i don't know how even though it is an accident like that's something that will mess you up like terribly like i can't even imagine
0: yeah, yeah it's just it's traumatic thing um and you know he, he seems to be obviously be a sadder, and he's 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 clearly traumatized by what happened. Yeah. You, you know he's, he's obviously if you accidentally kill a kid, you you, you take it yeah. kind of harshly. Um, and it's, it's funny because we see him at his work, and he's 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 a mechanic. He's wearing dark blue overalls, and it's at that moment where I kind of <laughs> went, I think I know what this movie's about <laughs> to do. Like I, it just it, it clicked him like he's already kind of got the uniform of what Michael was. <laughs> so you know it's, it starts setting these things up and I may, I, you know we'll get some scenes out of order probably as we're talking about mm-hmm. all his stuff but uh you know we see him be effectively bullied by a bunch of high
1: school kids yeah. who, the high school marching band
0: yeah who recognize <laughs> who he is and start pushing
1: him and mm-hmm. this is when laurie comes into which, the movie and kind of sticks up for him yeah which i, I think this movie really taps into you know uh a, a very a much more real tangible fear than just like the boogeyman like other movies did which is Mm. the the fear of an adult man being picked on by teenagers (laughs) like that is terrifying (laughs) yeah i it's it's very interesting
0: like the the idea that the evil like michael's fear that he's left behind Mm -hmm. makes everyone kind of want to have a villain to blame because they Mm -hmm. couldn't get to him so they blame it on him and it in turn turns him into The new Michael is is a is an interesting idea.
1: It's an interesting concept. And what I'll say is that I like that concept. The concept I don't like is the people that like blame Lori. Oh yeah. That was annoying to me. Yeah, so there's a scene
0: in the supermarket where she meets up with the sheriff from the last movie and it's you know, they they had kind of a romantic like potential Mm -hmm. thing in the last movie. So they're kind of flirting and Mm -hmm. whatever. And she's in a good mood leaving the store. And then it turns out, you know, the, the couple who were killed early on in Halloween Kills, mm-hmm. it was the, the, you know, the mixed race couple, the white man mm-hmm. and the black woman. Uh, the black woman, it turns out, survived. Mm-hmm. And she can't speak, those because she gets, remember, she gets stabbed in the neck with a bottle that. or something. Or I
1: think it was like a, um, what do you call it, like a fluorescent light? Oh, yeah, it was tube. a light ship. Like, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she's actually still alive. She's in a wheelchair and she can't talk. Mm-hmm. And she's just sitting there. And this woman's sister, like, is like, "Hey, Laurie, you happy?" Because she sees the and She's like, yeah. no, "My sister's not happy. She can't speak yeah. because you antagonized that monster, and it's your fault." Yeah. And I'm like, "What do you mean she at- antagonized?" Yeah, that, I don't get that at all. He broke out of prison or broke out of the bus going from the mental hospital without yeah. ever knowing or caring about Laurie. That was yeah. that was part <laughs> of the point of that movie is that he didn't give a shit about Laurie. Yeah.
1: So I'm not sure why it's her fault to anyone yeah. but uh and she's not like the only one that does it like other people in the town do it too like the mother yeah like uh, uh the mother of Korea at one point like accuses her of like the same things and like you picked on a, a a young man with like mental disabilities or something. It's like what are you talking about that's not what happened at all and let trying just try to say something about how like victim blaming or something yeah victim like.
0: blaming yeah. or the idea that they're they're willing to forgive him Mm-hmm. Even though he just stalked an innocent teenager once upon a time, and tried to kill her, <laughs> yeah. uh, and deserves no sympathy whatsoever <laughs> in any way. But let's talk about Corey's mother right now because we actually <laughs> like, this is one of the worst characters in the movie because she's such a caricature mm-hmm. and it doesn't make any sense because Corey he, they mention in the opening scene when he's applying for colleges he's not actually right out of high school he's twenty one they, mm-hmm. they mentioned that in the opening scene. Um. So obviously, it's like at least two or three years later, he's like mm-hmm. 23, 24, maybe 25 at a push, whatever yeah. the gap is. And there's a scene, because basically a lot of the plot of the first, well, a lot of the movie is that he and Alison, uh, Laurie's mm-hmm. grandmother, have got a romantic interest and yeah. they, they see something in each other.
1: It's kind of a rom- romantic movie. <laughs> it was
0: very romantic, yeah. Um, and... Like basically the the mother's this very controlling character who's constantly telling them what to do maybe this is something that sort of came about mm. after the arrest and the accidental mm-hmm. murder move. she's like extra protective or whatever but she starts barking at him like in one of the first scenes she's in because they're having dinner mm-hmm. and Corey gets a text from and saying hey there's this halloween party blah blah and it, all he does is look down at his phone and type in something mm-hmm. and puts it away and the mother starts yelling who is that you're talking to mm-hmm. tell me right now is like yeah. He's not a living yeah. what what Why? it's not he, it doesn't matter that he lives with you yeah. he, he's under no obligation to tell you who he talks to <laughs> yeah <laughs> what is this and she's like just this character who's so controlling when she confronts laurie later on mm. every time we see her with Corey, she's yelling
1: um like she it also seems like she's into him she like kisses him
0: <laughs> yeah because at one point she like when she speaks to laurie uh she seems to be Whatever about him dating Allison, mm-hmm. but then when she talks to him later, she's like, "Oh, that girl's going to take you away from me." And yeah. she's just this—you know—this caricature of the controlling, evil mother who is, yeah. you know, and I think it's a weak character and its performance mm-hmm. and writing, but it's also just kind of weak because it's like, you know, it's almost tapping into that Rob Zombie thing a little bit, where it's like, you mm-hmm. know, maybe too much of a reason why he's messed up to give yeah. him a, a parent who's this. uh I mean, to be fair, the, the uncle character who lives
1: with them seems to be quite nice to him and gives him. See, I I, yeah. I don't think they ever actually say who he is, but I assume he was like a stepdad or something. Yeah, I, I had no idea. I but... could swear that he called him uncle at one oh, point. Okay.
0: But I mean, regardless, it, it has, yeah. the father figure in the in the equation.
1: But yeah, I mean, it, it's just yeah, it, it seems very unnecessary. Like I think it's a more interesting idea to be like all right, here's this guy who had everything going for him and then he has this one accident and the town turns on him and that's what causes him to, you know, uh, become this thing versus, like, I mean, if you're adding the mother to it, then it's like, oh, well, no, like... Because I'm assuming that, you know, he's had to live with this for a long time that, you know, might have not had the best childhood and stuff growing up. It's like, okay, that's, like, a little too much. Like, I I don't know, it's more interesting if it's like, oh, no, he actually comes from a loving home. Like, you know, it's not, like, like you were saying, like, some caricature of, like... Oh yeah the killer must have like come from a house where the mother just badgered him all the time and like of course he's lashing out like yeah it's strange
0: yeah uh, but one of the first uh moments that made me laugh was uh, i think there's already a couple before this but I'm, I'm not going to remember them all there's no way i'm going to remember mm-hmm. them all uh but so laurie shows up at the gas station where these teenagers are picking on Corey, mm-hmm. and they've pushed him down and laurie comes in and tells him to piss off basically
1: and and uh, they before they're they're asking him to buy him some beer and he says yeah. no and and when he says no that's when they're like hey we know you you're like that that child killer and then they start making fun of him and he gets so angry he's holding this like glass bottle of milk and he squeezes it and it like cuts his hand.
0: Yeah, I think that's like also because the idea of drinking milk seems like a fairly innocent thing to
1: do. Yeah, right. It's mm-hmm. it almost like
0: a child quality to it. Well,
1: it's kind of interesting if like in the opening scene he was like twenty one, which like you know you could kind of see as maybe like an age where you kind of transition to manhood a little bit like you can drink yeah. now that's a very adult thing to do and he even kind of like picks up a beer in the fridge uh, when he's at babysitting and then it's like nah I'll go for the milk and then yeah if you look at that um, angle and then this accident happens and then mm-hmm. it kind of causes him to have it's like arrested development like
0: that's interesting
1: yeah. actually yeah in the, in the opening scene
0: he considers taking a beer out of the fridge but mm-hmm. doesn't it's almost like he's like oh should I be more like or pretend to be more grown up it's like yeah. nah not really. I'm, I'm innocent still but then afterwards it's almost like you could maybe argue it represents that he's trying to like pretend that he's still innocent yeah. but in reality oh, yeah, yeah, his yeah. life has changed too much to be that yeah uh, maybe that's reading too much into his drinking choices but <laughs> <laughs>
1: i mean i think there's something there because it, yeah. it does feel very deliberate
0: like, yeah yeah because yeah. not only do you see him pick pick it out there's like a shot of him picking the, the chocolate milk yeah. out of the fridge mm-hmm. they comment on it in the scene as well Yeah. Uh, but they they push him down after he like smashes the the glass in his hand Mm -hmm. and and so it doesn't hurt them he just hurts himself out of anger Mm -hmm. and laurie comes in and tells him to piss off (laughs) and they kind of insult her as well saying she's a freak show as well and um, Um, again i don't know
1: why
0: (laughs) (laughs) i I guess she got a reputation because mm. she was like this hermit who like had yeah, her own shooting mm-hmm. range and was collecting all sorts of weaponry yeah. maybe got a bit of a reputation in town <laughs>
1: uh,
0: that's what I'm saying that she, she was promiscuous no no very much <laughs> a reputation no. of she's a nut job and mate shoot you yeah. uh, kind of thing <laughs> but she takes him to the hospital which is where <clears throat> her granddaughter Allison is now working <laughs> Allison is now a nurse and she is, um she's got a you know the, the head doctor is a complete dictator. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an a, another nurse there who's a bit of a ditzy character. Mm-hmm. Who the second I sort of interact with the head doctor, I'm like they're they're having an affair. It's, 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 it's <laughs> yeah. clear mm-hmm. as day. Um, Allison thinks she's up for a promotion, which goes to the the slutty one, and that's just you know like, mm-hmm. so we'll get into that stuff separately. But the moment I'm getting to the moment that made me laugh was so laurie brings him in to get his hand fixed that he's cut with the glass mm-hmm. and you can tell she's kind of trying to you know make a bit of a setup like she, she wants allison mm-hmm. to meet him because she thinks she's a nice boy um, and maybe in some way because he <coughs> suffered this mm-hmm. tragedy even though it's different to hers she sympathizes with him and maybe because she's treated like a pariah by the town that yeah you know she, she, she wants to help him
1: mm-hmm.
0: but the moment because i thought allison might resist and be like oh you're trying to set me up this is yeah. what are you doing but instead, the, the second Allison looks at him, she has this look of, like, <laughs> Mr. Dreamboat. <Bullet. laughs> She's
1: so uh, into him. What? All right, so maybe this might be a little controversial, but I will say that <laughs> I I am actually kind of into the the romance, but I do agree that it's not set up very well. Like, I like when it does get more into, like, I don't know the the fact that they're these kind of like doomed lovers. Like mm. it is very melodramatic, but it kind of works for me. But um, yeah, I do think maybe you need a little something more than just like instantly being like love him. Like because yeah, it is like she looks at him and and you could say um, you know, as like a nurse, like she might have that you know like Florence Nightingale syndrome or something where you, you know sometimes you're a nurse, you're caring for someone or whatever, uh, and there's an attraction there. Like sure, whatever, but again, it does feel like this like deep love or whatever but i also thought it was weird
0: the movie never kind of
1: because this is quite interesting the idea that laurie
0: and her granddaughter who are survivors of the shape of michael mm-hmm. myers are attracted in and, and different ways laurie is like a grandmother who's like oh well, hey, he's a nice boy let me set him up with my granddaughter yeah. and then allison literally attracted to him sure, as a partner yeah. um like surely there's something to say about the idea that they are drawn to someone who has already started a transformation into being the monster that they have you know lived through sure yeah um you know and maybe yeah you could argue that laurie Mm -hmm. recognizing he needs help and reaching out is her kind of like you know she is this positive force in the world that is trying to stop this kind of evil from continuing to spread not that she necessarily recognizes it right away Mm -hmm. but that at least here, she's trying to help him because, you know, they are one of the few characters who could sympathize with what he's going through. Yeah. That's all fine. Uh, it's just that the actual, like, the instant attraction just feels a bit forced. Um, yeah. And the way Allison kind of, like, pursues him feels very aggressive in, yeah. a, in a way that feels like, like, why are you, like, you just met him once and you're, like, you know, chasing him down to talk to him. and Yeah, and, you he,
1: know. and he does feel like a weird... <laughs> Awkward guy, and not like in a charming way that you might see in like a a comedy or something, like in a, like, oh, this guy seems like disturbed (laughs) kind of way. I mean,
0: it comes off a little like sad, like he he needs someone to help him kind of way. Maybe that's part of the appeal, like, oh, like I can help fix him kind of thing. Yeah. (laughs) There's maybe a little bit of that there. And because, you know, what happened was an accident and it is this traumatic thing, and Mm -hmm. everyone obviously wants to blame him for this kid's death, but like, Mm -hmm. yeah, what about the, it's not his fault really. And the fact that it happened is, you know, I mean, part of it's on the kid. Like he's tried kicked in the door, and you're standing right behind the door. Yeah. Let's be honest. The kid, you know, <laughs> he's kind of at fault here. Sure. Like this is like your 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 dog or cat would know to move mm. out of the way when they hear that noise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, that 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 kind of sets up the romance stuff and gets that going, mm-hmm. uh, which you know, I I actually do think like this idea of attraction between the person who could become the next shape and a victim of the shape is really? actually quite interesting and maybe yeah. that's partly why that attraction is there is because there's some kind of like fire or mm-hmm. spark
1: that's ignited with that oh also they're both just really good looking so there is that that yeah. makes sense <laughs> yeah, it's a movie yes yeah, so. i mean if her choices are him or that like 40 year old cop she went on a few dates with <laughs> Yeah. Uh...
0: There's a cop who apparently has the same surname as the characters in the flashback in the last movie <laughs> who like pointed out what their name was and then never showed up in the movie apparently that cop's like their son or something um, very tight scripts they're just like full yeah. of oh yeah full, full easter <laughs> eggs uh, no, so he yeah he, he sort of like has been on a date with her and she's clearly doesn't want anything to do with him but he keeps mm-hmm. trying to talk to her uh but yeah he does seem like at least at least 10 years older maybe yeah. 15 <laughs> you know it's, it's kind of a weird age gap so we have to talk so we move away from the romance i think we have to talk about the character of cory mm-hmm. how he starts his transition and what the the ins and outs of that are and mm-hmm. what what was some of the better things about it and what are some of the worst things about it okay <laughs> so i guess the you know it, it, like he goes to halloween party with mm-hmm with alison mm-hmm. and notably he's wearing a mask he's not wearing a michael myers mask he's wearing mm-hmm. a, a plastic scarecrow, scarecrow mask mm-hmm. yeah but it's kind of like hey it's another bit of foreshadowing that he's wearing mm-hmm. a mask um and he literally and i think visually this is actually quite good if you're if, if you're because i was already getting the sense that this is what they're going to do with the movies that he's going to become mm-hmm. the new michael myers mm-hmm. but this idea that he like he's already he's given a drink at one point and he has to pick up the mask to take the drink and, but he only does it ha- he doesn't just take it off he just sort of holds it up halfway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then he starts to get into it, and he starts dancing, and he's enjoying himself. And just as he's starting to have a good time and loosen up, he runs into the mother of the kid that died, mm-hmm. and she grills him out, and is like, "You're you're happy? You're having a good time? Well, my son is dead." And
1: I, I think there's a lot going on in this scene, and it's super interesting uh, because yeah, like you you can tell that he has so much guilt, and like the way it's affected his life is he has just kind of closed himself off from everybody, and that like you know, he doesn't go out cause you know, I like right after the scene, he has this, you know, confrontation with Allison and he says like, this is why I don't go out. So it's like, you know, you, you get a lot from this character saying like, Oh, okay. Yeah. He, because of what happened, which very understandably, like, yeah, he doesn't want to interact with the world, like, you know, from his own guilt. And then also, yeah, you don't want people yelling at you like this or to the chance to, since it is a small town to run into uh, the mother. So I actually thought this was a pretty affecting scene. And then I, it is interesting to see him like finally let loose and like, actually have a good time and i actually think again i think uh it's a very good kudos to, to this actor who i think pulled a, a lot of this off really well where like you know you can see him being yeah. very buttoned up at first and then slowly loosening up to the point where he's doing like this crazy dance on the floor and he's on the ground and like <laughs> it's uh i thought it was like yeah really well done yeah and i and you
0: know i suppose you know come back to what i said <laughs> earlier about how the mother's this awful like, I think even if what I'm about to say is true I still think she's overwritten to be awful because she's just like mm-hmm. a caricature of being awful but if you go back to... Corey's through, mother, right? Yeah, not, Corey's mother, yeah know, Not the mother of the yeah, dead yeah, yeah. kid But if you go to the idea of like Corey's mother is this really negative force in his life that's pushing him down a dark path because she's mm-hmm. not being
1: sympathetic
0: and she's trying to control him They where, literally like yeah. say
1: the words dark path like multiple times yes. in the film Which I wish they didn't it's still on the nose And that feels like, like episode 3 stuff like. Yeah
0: But the... <laughs> but his father figure character he Mm. is positive you know he gives him that new motorbike at the start so Mm -hmm. that you know instead of being mad at him that he's late for his work again on the bike because he's Mm. got a bicycle to start with he says look here here's a motorbike and he's Mm. happy to get he's like hey maybe now you'll be on time and Mm. so instead of just grilling him out he's like here's i'm helping you i'm trying to improve things i'm trying to be a supportive person
1: yeah i think equally and that's just just to yeah. kind of tack onto that. That's like another instance of like having this kind of like arrested development thing, where mm. it's like you know he's just riding a bicycle, like that's a kid's thing. Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a great point. And then finally, now he's riding a motorcycle. He's drinking beer, like he's trying to grow up and get past this thing. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: but like like those his two parent figures, the parents of the kid also are this yin and yang because the mother mm-hmm. grills him out and hates him for who he is and blames him. But we get a scene later with the father of the mm-hmm. the, the dead kid and he's like no like I, I didn't hate him when i looked at him like i understand that this was an accident and i don't like do like he talks about how uh he would see others in the town getting angry at him yeah and he would say wait why are you taking my grief and my pain and making it about you so yeah. you can be outraged and upset this is this is my pain to go through not <laughs> yours that's actually a very good good thematic little thing to put in when- there
1: yeah, yeah. This movie is so strange because you have something <laughs> like you have something like this character feels so like poignant and interesting, and it's like oh, like this is a very interesting take. But then you have the mother character, which is like, what is this weird over the top character? Yeah, she's a cartoon. Yeah. So yeah. It, it it's a very weird mishmash of like stuff like that. It, it's a lot know.
0: of good ideas, just with a lot of like cartoony execution of various yeah. parts of it, which is a shame because. Because you could sort of argue that, you know, forgetting... Because I think the problem that he gets killed and then it becomes a bit Michael again is the, the big problem. Mm-hmm. You know, assuming it's going to end with him being left as a new shape or whatever, like it can be this tragedy of there's good forces in his life mm-hmm. and there's negative forces and the negative forces are going to win yeah. because you know too many people are being mean and they're not having enough empathy mm-hmm. and you could really talk about how society's pushed them to this in a much better way than that whole like crowd
1: mob end up killing yeah. mm-hmm. the, the guy in the last movie <laughs> um, so it's a shame that... But luckily it- they learned their lesson and they're not going to do any big crowd forms of vigilante justice ever again
0: oh god <laughs> more on <laughs> that later so anyway he gets upset about this and he storms out of this Halloween party Corey leaves this Halloween party mm. and Alison chases him out and he yells at her this is why I don't go out and leave me alone you know mm. I'm a loner blah 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 and he wa- he's walking home on his own and the group of teenagers who were you know giving him shit earlier and because Laurie and it's kind of a funny moment where Laurie's like yeah this, this slash the tires <laughs> kind of thing mm-hmm um but they blame him from that obviously and Mm. they find him on the bridge and they're sort of pushing him around the i mean the main bully's kind of saying hey i want to apologize but it's clearly it's clearly fake he clearly wants to just aggravate him and sort of lull him into
1: a false insecurity and you can it's almost like that like it's almost even like jerkier kind of move where like yeah instead of just outright bullying someone when you're like shake my hand like there's something about this like extra like skeevy or Mm. whatever just because it's like this false like nicety to it yeah
0: because they're kind of surrounding them
1: and yeah. to be fair again going with
0: this yin and yang and like dichotomy of like good forces and bad forces mm-hmm. there's actually at least one of the four teens who once it starts to escalate into a possible fight starts saying yeah. hey what are you do- guys doing let's stop yeah. this right now She tries to talk some sense into them uh but he, he, obviously they're on a bridge <laughs> like he's going over right that, that's that's what you feel the whole time
1: so i mean i gotta admit the uh when i first watched it um my first instinct was, oh, he's going to accidentally throw a kid over. Oh,
0: sure, you thought he was going to throw, some, which yeah. which would be the same thing again.
1: He's throwing yeah. someone <laughs> over a ledge. Yeah. But, so it is actually. I, I thought it was. A, I was actually taken for a nice little surprise. Where I was like, oh no, he's going over.
0: Yeah, he he goes over, and so and this is where we have to mention. There's a there's a a brief moment earlier in the film mm-hmm. where it's just like because you know like the, the opening happens and the Halloween theme kicks in for the opening titles, mm-hmm. which I actually quite liked. Uh, it was like a very old school blue font mm-hmm. and. The pumpkin thing this time is that the pumpkin kept being sort of like broken apart, and a new pumpkin would yeah. replace it. It was kind of a cool video. I liked it, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but there's this sort of like, but there's very little of the Halloween music after that for a while because it's like it only yeah. ever gets used when Michael's about, right? Because yeah. for the most time, for the most part, it's new and it's good music. Is you know, it's John Carpenter and Cole yeah. doing the music. But there's a moment early on where there's kind of like this implication where it looks at like a homeless man and then mm. there's like a sort of shot of like a, a sewer entrance mm-hmm. um and it's you know the circle of darkness and the camera just lingers <laughs> and tracks in a little bit and it's like it's basically saying <laughs> he's hiding in there and this is where the bridge is the bridge you know mm-hmm. Corey's went over the bridge and this is the sad part of this is that it's, it's kind of a funny and not a good way scene where he just starts he gets, you know, he gets dragged off camera yeah. and then you see him getting dragged into the the, the the sewer tunnel and it's like this looks really silly and, and goofy yeah. um and from there like you know he wakes up in the tunnel and he walks into to michael mm-hmm. michael myers is there and he grabs him by the neck and th- this is the, the sad part, and I, I was I was you know I was willing to forgive this because I really did think for a lot of the movie that every all of these scenes Michael wasn't really there. I really mm-hmm. genuinely thought that this was all in Corey's head, and it it's more representing that the evil of Michael is passed on to him, and it's just yeah. sort of it, it's gestating and it's formulating throughout mm-hmm. the movie. Um, the fact that it turns out to be real the entire time really bugs me about this mm-hmm. because Michael grabs him by the neck and he's holding him, but he looks into his eyes, he looks into Corey's eyes. And when he does that we get all these quick flashes of his life is (laughs) that michael's like seeing his life yeah (laughs) and this is just silly this is like bullshit Mm -hmm. nonsense uh and michael (laughs) lets him go for the first time in the franchise michael (laughs) lets the character go because maybe he recognizes the evil in him and you know so like in hindsight this Mm -hmm. was silly again because oh this is real (laughs) michael's actually there uh and the next scene with make is even worse and I'll, I'll talk about that but
1: yeah i i i don't mind this idea uh it actually reminds me a lot of like it like you have this like mm. creature living in a sewer uh that um you know even like michael myers you can call the shape and like you know it is like this uh creature that can change shapes and stuff and like you know people kind of like get lured there uh so there's an interesting uh idea that and what i thought the movie was gonna be which i think might have been cool or, or more interesting is that um, he was going to stay in the sewer and then like, you know, uh, uh Corey was going to like lead like all the people that, you know, he wanted to kill like to, you know, this place somehow. Mm. And, and Michael would take care of them there, which, I mean, I don't know if he can sustain a whole movie for that, but I, I thought that would be interesting. And he only really ends up doing it once, but
0: like, I'm okay with the idea of Michael. I mean, actually. I prefer he wasn't there at all and it was all in his head, but mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't mind the idea of Michael letting him go because he recognizes he's a new shape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the problem is that- Hey
1: man, we're the same. <laughs> What's up?
0: <laughs> the problem is the quick flashes. like Because it, it's like it's like he's yeah. psychically
1: seen everything. <laughs> you know, it's, it's this like supernatural moment that I just don't <laughs> like. Uh, it's very strange. I, yeah. I was liking it to the, uh, the Ghost Rider penance stare, <laughs> if anyone reads Ghost Rider. Yeah. Very similar to that.
0: Yeah, And because uh, uh, when he's leaving the sewer, uh, a homeless man, the homeless man that's there sort of comes up and tries to attack him and mm. starts yelling that he's Michael Myers. Yeah. And Corey ends up stabbing him. Uh, and it's kind of accidental because you know, the homeless guy's got the knife and he kind of like defends himself and kills yeah. him and he leaves there. Um, The next scene with Michael, though, I really hated is that, you know, this is the one scene that he does lure <laughs> someone back. You know, the, mm-hmm. the asshole cop guy who's into Allison that kind of mm-hmm. uh, confronted him at a restaurant uh, he lures the cop to the sewer area mm-hmm. and brings him inside and holds him down for michael to stab him right mm-hmm. and the halloween theme kicks in what's so silly about this scene is this the idea is that michael is weak and he's struggling to move he can only really use one arm as he's stabbing him, mm-hmm. he starts to get stronger. It's like <laughs> it's like he's Superman getting energy from the yellow sun. He he starts to yeah. get stronger and stand up straight as he's doing mm. it. Like this is giving him it, it felt it it was Hellraiser that's <laughs> that's was uh sure. frank getting life force yeah. from
1: victims that uh julia or whatever her name was was bringing yeah. back to the house the i mean i don't know like, i i guess if you want to be fair about it or whatever like they did say in halloween kills that, like when he kills he transcends so like <laughs> yeah. You know, but i mean that was both a, a plotline we both thought was yeah that was, a,
0: that was a terrible
1: <laughs> in a dialogue yeah. yeah but yeah you can see the more he starts to kill the stronger he gets and then i and then i think it even works with Corey too like he has a cut in his <clears> hand and then after he kills and kind of Takes advantage bandage off. It's like it's like oh, it feels better.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, uh, th- that's why evil is so tempting and consuming. Is because it does actually protect you, in a, in a weird way or something. Great
1: message. <laughs> <Exactly>.
0: <laughs> Kill people, become stronger. Well, no, I think it's saying that's why it's tempting, but you shouldn't give in to the temptation. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, the point I was making. Oh, good. uh anyway, after <laughs> Make the, <sure> not <laughs> to do that. After the homeless man scene, though, we get mm-hmm. this hilarious scene where if you didn't get what the movie was doing at this point, mm-hmm. Laurie looks out of her window. <laughs> and sees uh cory standing like sort of like just to the <laughs> left of like a hedge it's kind of yeah. like in the original movie how michael was standing there and then when he, she goes outside to ask why he's there and allison comes out to see her there's a moment where he walks past Laurie and it goes into slow motion and she's like watching him in slow motion with her eyes. Like she recognizes the shape in his eyes. Like, yeah. you, know, you know, it kind of gets back to what Loomis said in the first movie about the deep dark, you know, there's nothing in those eyes kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It kind of starts to have has to have that quality as the yeah. as the movie's going on. I think my problem, like I like the general idea of this. The problem was mm-hmm. one, it feels goofy in the moment because mm-hmm. it feels like Laurie goes from nothing to... I see Michael Myers in his eyes. Like, it's such a leap for characters in universe to just sort of say, oh, the evil's been reborn in him. Or, you know, whatever. I mean, they don't think it's been reborn. They just think that he may be evil like him, but...
1: Also, like, I don't know. No no offense, Laurie. Like, I I like the character, but I do feel like she does kind of a terrible job of, like, you know, if she senses this uh, in him, instead of trying to, like, sit down and talk to everyone very calmly and, like, you know try to lead them down to the right path like you know she's instantly like stay away from my daughter like you can't have her you're on a dark path like screw you like which is especially weird because she's the one that's trying to set them up in the first place so (laughs) So it it felt
0: like a complete 180 for what was basically just a hunch yeah (laughs) (laughs) more than anything else um but no, they're hitting it off allison and corey even though it's you know he takes her to the house where the kid died it's abandoned now Mm -hmm. and is like talking about how it happened and he's like you know confessing how he feels to her and it's kind of showing that she also has this darkness in her because she's like sort of dealing with the death of her mother and how the town treats her and she's being bullied by her boss and not taken seriously and uh, you know so because at the end of the movie you know she's been saying she doesn't want to leave Haddonfield because she's got too many memories here uh she does actually end up doing what they were going to do together which is leave the town yeah. and it, i think for her that's like okay the, the new starts what she needs as an adult that's what she needs to actually grow and be yeah. better and be healthy mm-hmm. uh but yeah uh, so but there's just enough goofy ass scenes uh but there's, well, there's one, this is, i mean this is not that bad but there's a scene um with laurie earlier when she's like tr- still pro dating Corey, <laughs> and she starts she gives some sort of speech about shouting up
1: to the gods and wanting to show your tits yeah so, so he says something like oh like you want to find someone that just makes you want to like rip your shirt off and show your tits and it's like, <laughs> it's like i don't know i know that like she's grown a lot since the first film and, and everything but that does not feel like Lori to me
0: it feels like jamie lee curtis it doesn't feel like laurie sure like yeah, so. yeah, yeah yeah well because jamie curtis has got a you know it feels
1: it? like dana mcbride honestly
0: <laughs> oh, true yeah think, <laughs> a, a very fair point given who's involved with this movie so yeah i mean damn like from from here like i think it's one stupid little moment as well just while i'm thinking about it is <laughs> after the party scene when she has the fight with corey a lot, mm-hmm. uh allison's at home and she's like beating up the microwave because it won't turn on <laughs> which is a really silly little moment because it, it's, it's not that it's not working because laurie walks up and presses the start button and it yeah. starts <laughs> so she's just forgotten how to use a microwave it's a stupid <laughs> little thing yeah. but like you can show her getting frustrated easily without her making her look like she's forgotten a basic yeah. you know function which yeah. is pushing one button
1: <laughs> oh dear um i like that scene michael waves can be tough mm-hmm. um
0: <laughs> but yeah he is the cop back and he gets killed by michael mm-hmm. um next on his list uh or at least next we're introduced to like, the radio like this jockey guy who keeps mm. spreading like all sorts of rumors and lies and mm-hmm.
1: basically exploiting anyone who's been uh, involved with these tragedies. Yeah, he's like talking about like conspiracy theories and yeah. stuff. And one thing that I think is kind of interesting, I, I haven't like dissected it a ton yet, but I don't know if you remember like early on um when we're hearing like news about the movie that like the I think the director said like, yeah, there's going to be like a time jump and it's going to be like in present day, and we're going to deal with modern stuff like COVID. Um, like, I, I don't know if you remember them saying that. Uh, I don't remember the COVID part, but I definitely remember the time jump part. Yeah. But, I, I like, I remember they specifically said they were going to address issues like that, which, thankfully, the movie doesn't uh, address that stuff, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, but the... I do think there's interesting comparisons you can make to, like, the fact that, like, uh, you know, so many people in the town are, like, so hostile and, like, looking for... You know, like, the, the person says, like, oh, yeah, Michael Ma disappeared, so they're looking for a new boogeyman. Like, I feel like you can easily relate that to, like, you know, on the early days in the pandemic when people were, like, yeah. looking for, like, oh, who do we blame for this? And, you know, there's, you know, some very, uh, you know, asshole people that would, like, you know, blame, like, other countries and stuff for it. Um, but that that made me think of, like, the assholes in here that are, like, blaming Lori and stuff. And then yeah, also, yeah. Um, if you, like that was something that the DJ kind of reminded me of because uh, he has like these kind of comp- conspiracy theories where he's saying like, Oh Michael Myers was never one guy. Like, you know, one guy couldn't do all that, uh, which is a very valid point, but it just reminds me of like these conspiracy theorists that like, you know, spread misinformation and stuff online and, yeah. just
0: a, a point as just- no no <laughs> like i think that's there this is like one of the characters mm-hmm. that when he goes full killer he's going to come back and kill later on yeah and uh, the next actual victims though are the shithead doctor mm-hmm. and the, the nurse that's sort of taking mm-hmm. the promotion um you know they're back at his place and he's kind of rich and she's like oh you've bought me things that's yeah. all i want <laughs> from you uh and like you know like she goes to get changed she comes back out and like Cory's already there, and he's wearing his Scarecrow mask, and he's mm-hmm. killing the, the doctor. Uh, which I thought was, like, a good visual, like, it's a good, yeah. like, slasher mask, and... Yeah, know. that's his baby mask. In yeah. the same way that Michael had the clown mask <laughs> as a kid, you know, before yeah. he upgraded.
1: And, and I'm glad that they, like... I feel like other movies would have, like, actually had him wearing a clown mask as, like, a dumb easter egg. Like, I'm glad, I'm glad that they did something different.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have been too on the nose, I think. Yeah. Um, but... And then, you know, and there's something here that, yeah, that does imply that Michael's real. But again, I still kind of thought that maybe this was just playing tricks well on us to th- mm-hmm. make, you know, to make us think that Michael's there helping him kill all these characters. But maybe, mm-hmm. you know, it's all in his head. But, you know, she's inside. He, mm-hmm. Corey can not get in. She's trying to phone the police. And that's when Michael pops in up inside mm-hmm. the house and kills her. Mm-hmm. And he does, he does the classic, you know, stab to the wall and turn his head <laughs> looking at her thing. Yeah. Which, you know, fine, whatever. Um and the scene the scene's, you know, solid enough and it's it's mm-hmm. kinda mixing the, the new themes for the new character with the Halloween theme and Michael pops and yeah. You know, it's, you know, it's a nice and, cacophony of things.
1: Yeah, and, and even if you like um you know obviously you know this is real, but like uh yeah, even if he didn't have like the the idea that it might be in his head or whatever, I, I do think it is interesting to you know, see him like, you know, working I mean, maybe it might be a little bit of stretch to say like teaming up or working with someone, but to see like you know two killers like kind of going after these people at the same time, like you know again, that's just something that we haven't really seen in the series before. it's interesting.
0: And if you take it as Michael is there, which the movie ultimately says is, yeah, uh, then it's like oh, he's got a protege.
1: Yeah, (laughs) weird,
0: but um, you know it's just an interesting concept. Um, And you know during this, Laurie's getting really paranoid, and that's when she goes to confront his mother, and you Mm you know maybe he's dangerous and. He's, he's telling allison this that we need to leave you know let's mm-hmm. meet tonight at nine o'clock and it was halloween at this point mm-hmm. uh but so the big thing though is that he goes into the the sewer eventually and um when's this he beats up michael <laughs> he beats <laughs> up michael yeah he actually beats up michael and takes his mask and again i thought this like in my head i was like okay i don't think michael's really here but the mask is there yeah he does get the mask mm-hmm. you know
1: the mask is sitting there I feel like I've seen a lot of people online very upset about this scene. I I, I think it's a little bit much to be like, I liked it. But uh, again, mm-hmm. it's something that I thought was like interesting because it's like, oh, again, like I haven't seen it before. And I like that there was a this kind of like frantic struggle to it. Like it's not like he like sucker punches them and he falls down the floor. It's like they are like. You know, kind of like grappling and going back and forth and i like the shot uh the way it's shot as well because like all kind of from like the sewer entrance and you kind of see him going like back and forth like yeah I, I yeah i thought it looked cool
0: that's silhouette michael still sits up at the end with his mask off though and sort of does the head tilt yeah um i which, could have lived without that yeah i just kind of felt like <laughs> i don't know like you could argue that the reason why he's stronger than michael right now is because he's starting to like gain more power by killing which is kind of what the movie's implying to a certain degree um but it's after this that you know he he goes after the the kids that uh, have been building oh, yeah. him, right? You know he's got the mask now. He lures them to the the junkyard where he works, and he he kills them. You know, and uh, yeah. even gets his like his parental figure killed because mm-hmm. uh, he doesn't kill him himself,
1: but you know he ducks when the other guy goes to shoot him, yeah. and he gets hit. Uh, this is another scene where it's like uh okay logically like it doesn't really make sense but i thought it looked very cool like you have Cory kind of in the background here and then uh the, the main bully kid has a gun he's about to shoot him and then mm. the yeah father figure stands up he's like no wait uh and then he gets shot and then when he falls down like corey's disappeared like obviously it doesn't make any sense that you wouldn't see him Please. run away yeah. but i think it's a very cool visual i like that scene and there's maybe something to be said but this
0: father figure was actually trying to help him throughout the movie oh, yeah. and it's this sad ending for him that ultimately he takes a bullet for him and yeah. <laughs> he's taking a bullet for this guy who is now too far gone who's now mm-hmm. going is now down the deep end of doing other things yeah um but you
1: know he, he kills these kids and it's like he has become the new shape and he goes after yeah. the radio dj guy and, and I, I do and i did like the kill uh when the main kid he's like going after with a blowtorch which you don't like see it's not in like um it's
0: in the foreground you just see like the flame yeah his mouth but it's like out of focus yeah it's cool yeah actually the dj kill might be the most memorable yeah. kill as far as just visceral gore goes because yeah. um he bashes his face into like the desk or whatever mm-hmm. a bunch of times but when he brings up his face again after he's bashed it like his jaw is kind of missing it's just been obliterated mm-hmm. and his tongue's just kind of hanging and then Michael, or sorry, Corey, that has the shape, <laughs> yeah. decides to just sort of like slice off his tongue. And you really? see it, you see the tongue get sliced off and the blood starts pouring out. It's, yeah.
1: it's and, pretty gnarly. And it falls onto the record that's like playing and it's like spinning around and skipping the record, which is funny.
0: Yeah. That does, that does feel a bit less Halloween and a bit more like Jason. So, <laughs> to have that comedy moment at the end of the scene. That's true, yeah. that was funny. Like <laughs> yeah. that
1: wasn't,
0: that wasn't scary, it was funny. Yeah. Um, but you you have like that you have all this going and I was, so at this point i'm like okay there's been a lot of silly elements to this there's been a lot of silly characters and stuff some stuff's been heavy handed but i kind of like the idea of a transition of like the idea that the evil that is inside the shape mm-hmm. is always going to be in someone new and it's, it kind of fits as a metaphor for real life and there's always going to be some evil people to some extent and you have to mm-hmm. be aware of it you have to try and protect against it and all that stuff um but then we go to Laurie, who because she's tried to talk Allison out of like being mm-hmm. with Corey, Allison stormed off and said she's leaving with a bag. And well, before that, um, he does kill uh, his mom. You're right. He goes to his house and kills his mom. That's right. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot to mention that.
1: that. That that one, honestly, though, it's kind of a forgettable scene. Like I don't even like. I think he just stabs her. It's not really. Yeah,
0: there's not much to it. Yeah. Uh, but. He, because Alison's left, Laurie, like, starts acting... Su- now, admittedly, this was in the trailer, and i have forgotten about it. But mm-hmm. for a second, I was thinking, I don't really buy that Laurie would get suicidal. But to be fair, uh, mm-hmm. she isn't, really. It's, it's all a ploy. Uh, she's, she she says she phones the police and says, I want to report a suicide, and she takes out a gun. She's about to blow her brains out. But it turns out that she has a sixth sense for when the shape is going to attack. Because then when Corey comes into the, the room, she's standing, waiting, and says, you didn't think I'd kill myself, did you? And shoots him... Uh, very strange see. Yeah. she shows him a couple of yeah. times he falls down the stairs uh the mask comes off and it's corey and he's coughing up blood so she's basically already beat corey corey's yeah. kind of done um and i gathered the message of like the evil passing on and this like leading to this tragedy for this character I can still work with him not making it through to like the end of the movie <laughs> but it's still i think the problem is, is for me the movie's about him so with yeah. with his you know if he's going to die and that's the end of the movie that's fine but this is not the end of the movie. We have another mm-hmm. fifteen minutes of Michael showing up, taking his mask back, and yeah. fighting Laurie uh, in the kitchen. And so bizarre. And it's this over-the-top fight scene where you know she sort of pins one of his hands with a knife, mm-hmm. and then a second hand, and then eventually, like you know,
1: she's actually she's like on top of him, which it actually seems kind of like weirdly sexual. Which it, it's kind of like it's <laughs> like she's like on top of him, straddling, and then stabbing him, which is like penetrating him. Like it's yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: uh And she's basically done killing him, but then his hand like just rips through the knife and like grabs yeah. her by the throat. But then eventually, kind of Allison shows up at the last second, mm-hmm. uh, realizing that she may be in trouble, and and helps her. Yeah. Um. And do There's nice ideas in here that the good people and the good influences need to be, you know, like we need more good influences. We need people to be good to each other. We need people mm-hmm. to encourage each other and look out for each other. Uh, and you could argue that this movie, in many ways, is about. Helping someone who could go down a dark path by recognizing their trauma or their mental illness mm-hmm. or whatever it is—you know—to get to get serious for a second—I think this is kind of like almost talking about something like a mass shooter and saying, "Oh, sure, yeah." The 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 solution to this is helping them before they get to that point, and yeah. trying to help people before they become that. But this is a, you know the sad mm-hmm. story of someone who ultimately is still going to go down the dark path. Yeah. Um. There's a lot of good ideas in there. There's a lot of good things you could mm-hmm. say with that metaphor. Or with that allegory, um. But then it just becomes a bit Michael versus Laurie and this big over-the-top fight, which it's strange. Not, yeah, not only ends with like Laurie finally winning, but then when like you know the the sheriff from the last movie, uh the sheriff from the first, you know, 2018 movie shows up, and because mm-hmm. one of the cops saying this is not how we do things, and the black uh, sheriff from the from 2018 with his cowboy hat shows up, <laughs> and he's like, "It's tonight." So we basically get this mob going with them to the the junkyard again, back to mm-hmm. the the sort of the 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 car junkyard that uh, Corey worked at at. and they've got Michael strapped to the top of the car (laughs) like they're going on vacation and he's in their luggage (laughs) and then they get to the junkyard and they pass them the crowd of people pass him like he's jesus over their head <laughs> yeah. to the uh the big uh what do you call it the, the, the muncher the big car muncher yeah <laughs> i don't know the technical term, yeah but yeah, but yeah. Uh, and they put him in the mun- and you see michael's body gets sucked in with the gears and munched mm-hmm. he's basically turned into soup like he's yeah. gone he's dead and it's this big ending where the town's got the revenge on me they finally gone. <laughs> and part of me thought the rest of the movie wasn't about this
1: right no it's uh, yeah
0: the rest of the movie was not about Laurie versus Michael, and it was definitely not about the town getting closure. Mm-hmm. Necessarily. I mean, it was brought up that, you know, Corey was victimized by the town than the way he was to a large extent because they
1: needed to blame someone. But yeah. I just. Don't... Honestly, like, you know, like, this should have been the way, like, Halloween Kills ended, and then yeah. you just pick up with the Corey storyline in this one.
0: Yeah, absolutely. This would have worked better as the ending to the last movie. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and then. You know, so we, we get this big ridiculous scene with music playing as he dies and then we cut ahead to Laurie finishing her book talking about how, yeah, the evil doesn't die, it just changes shape. And it's like, okay, that's, you know, a good line given that he's called the shape, yeah. right? Not, not in-universe, but it's a nice reference to it. It's a little, like,
1: Easter eggy, I guess, but it, I, it's fine. I, yeah. I didn't mind it. Yeah. Um,
0: and it's like, okay.
1: What do, so. you, what do you think about when uh, she gets stabbed with the knitting needle?
0: a little funny because you know they mentioned early on someone says oh i heard your grandmother uh, stabbed michael myers with a knitting yeah. needle <laughs> so her picking it up it, it was i think because they'd already went through everything they could reference in the first two movies yeah. <laughs> um i didn't there wasn't as much of it in this one so that mm-hmm. one didn't bother me too much but it's kind of like a wink wink like yeah but yeah. we're doing that again what actually bothered me way more than that is that when just as she's about to kill michael mm-hmm. uh you get this like sort of quick montage of like the first movie. Right. With yeah. the music ramping up as if this is a big epic moment. She's finally <laughs> going to kill him after all this time. And she's going to get killed by him as well. She's even saying yeah, do it, Michael, do it. Yeah. And you know, maybe they're going to do that. That's the thing. They've already done this. Halloween Resurrection started with them dying together. <laughs> oh, right?
1: That's true, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And, and Michael didn't really die, but you know, she thought yeah. like, he was. So you know, they've kind of done that before already. Uh, So yeah, the end of the movie is uh, Allison's left, and Laurie decides to go out and start dating the sheriff. Uh, He wants to take her to Japan to visit some uh, trees? Cherry blossoms. Cherry blossoms, that's what it was, yes.
1: Uh, Very typical ending. (laughs) Except you get one last little shot inside the house, and then what do you see on her desk? The mask. Yes think oh, that's the last shot. I think the last shot's them in the porch. You just see that sort of... No, because it's 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 them on the porch and then it cuts to inside the house and then it shows, like, a couple of different rooms yeah, and okay. you see some of the damage and then the very last thing you see is, like, her office okay, desk okay. area. Okay, yeah, okay. I mean, you've so, seen it twice, so I'll, I'll yeah. believe you. Um, <laughs> I could be wrong.
0: <laughs> but I don't think that's implying anything with Laurie. I think that's just sort of saying... It's going to be the new shape. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just saying, yeah, you know, the evil is always going to exist in yeah. some form. It'll change, but it's always going to be there.
1: Did you see? Uh, I think there was something, a news story going around or something, where Jamie Lee Curtis actually signed a contract stating that she will never be in a Halloween film again. I did not, but that's funny.
0: <laughs> I mean, she shouldn't be. She's been on enough <laughs> at yeah, this point. You're good. She, she she's been back in a reboot, and then been retconned out of that, and rebooted <laughs> yeah. again. Like you know, we've done it all. Yeah, <laughs> we've done it all twice. So that's fine. Um. This is so frustrating, because I just, I feel like it became mm-hmm. this, like, we have to make it about Laurie and Michael again at the end, when the movie presented me with a new character that, well not every element of was working, it, it had, like, yeah. a very interesting new idea
1: that I did at times quite like. Yeah. I think, yeah, and, like, you end it with, you know, like, the the fight with Corey. I think maybe, that, that fight is, like, super short. I think maybe you amp that up a little bit, and maybe get Allison involved in that, and mm-hmm. then, like, that's your ending and the and even if you want to end it at that but then like have maybe like one last shot of like Michael picking up the mask yeah or something yeah, like yeah. fine whatever uh but yeah just to have this like extra tacked on 10-15 minutes of like you know is a character that essentially was like not in the movie not the like, focus of the movie yeah
0: it's... the last 15 minutes can I feel like uh sort of to go back to Star Wars I feel like kind I feel like mm-hmm. uh you know maybe a few scenes towards the end of. Uh, uh, rise of skywalker or mm-hmm. something you know where it's like oh here's just your fan service section yeah
1: to have your 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 moments i and i i mean i could be wrong but i i would be willing to bet money that this was like something from a studio or a producer that was like you know like jason blum was like looking at this and was like hey where's michael this is a halloween movie like yeah mm. you gotta have michael in it like you know
0: yeah honestly i think the ballsier move would have been to reveal that michael was never in the movie at all he was yeah, just in yeah uh you know cory's head as he was sort of you know going down this path into becoming a new version of the shape mm-hmm. and just you know do that and have it be more about him <laughs> at the end obviously get allison involved maybe the idea of him trying to kill allison or succeeding in killing allison would yeah. be the the final confirmation oh he has gone past the line he is now the shape he is now yeah he is nothing in him anymore
1: and like everything nowadays is about franchises like that'd be a hell of a way to keep the franchise going like versus yeah, yeah. now I, I i don't know what you can do now unless you want to reboot it'd have to be re- rebooted again because yeah. yeah like I, I would have been you know maybe not
0: i don't want david bergman to be back but like right, if yeah. you'd gotten a new director and said okay now uh cory's the shape and yeah. he's going to be the killer and what the next movie is like i'd be like mm-hmm. okay i'll give that a shot like
1: yeah i'd but, at least be a lot more interested than if they announce some remake or reboot or something
0: yeah i think the idea that evil can pass on or not even pass like i don't even think that's fair to say i don't think it passes on from michael i think it's just also in him you know like the idea yeah. that it's created out of this thing that, mm-hmm. that happens that's you know society i mean maybe it's a little bit like the joker movie and the society <laughs> helps create this new michael yeah, Myers. yeah but you know i actually do think it has some things to say which is nice yeah. um and the last movie did too but the last movie said them so horribly that it did not matter yeah you know. yeah it is strange. <laughs> yeah. Whereas this movie, it's more like, okay, no, I can actually see some of what you're trying to say. I think you ruin it by the end because yeah. you throw it out the window, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Uh, so, yeah, I'm coming out of this movie going, the, the worst part of this is that Michael's <laughs> which is strange surreal. to say. A part yeah, of the movie, yeah. It's surreal. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, and the fact is, though, is that you can not have Michael, but have it you know, still feel so. Mm -hmm. impacted by him because he is kind of this influence of what evil is and
1: well i I feel like this uh i feel like a lot of this trilogy has been wanting to look at how michael has affected this town and Mm -hmm. i feel like it does it's not done well in the first one because of them erasing all the continuity that it doesn't really seem feasible that one night like 40 years ago you know affected the town this much and then i feel like you know uh it's not done great in kills because it's just like the mob vigilante aspect is just so overblown that it's just cheesy and, and not done well and I, f- I feel like this is the first one that has interesting stuff to say about how you know it feels like haddonfield is like poisoned mm-hmm. and that it's being affected by this evil in this incident like this is the first time i actually bought into it and i will actually say um i actually really really enjoyed Haddonfield in this one like like we get lots of different scenes like I I like being at like Mm. the bar and the diner and just like you know seeing them walking like on the streets and in the suburbs like I I like the way it looked and there's like a lot of like subtle things you know in the background like they have like missing posters up and stuff where you feel that sense of like oh yeah there is something going on in this town that maybe not everyone wants to talk about it uh but like yeah you just sense like there is this trauma there and actually uh yeah, you know, it's it, you know there's nothing more cliche or cheesy to say in the world that like oh like the location is the character or whatever but i did really get like a you know a, a sense of haddonfield in this one that i really liked
0: and you know like i think this one is more focused than the yeah. last couple mm-hmm. like, I, I don't think it's jumbling too many characters i think mm-hmm. it's about this one character mm-hmm. for the vast majority of the movie it is his story and it's like hinting at things it's teasing some things some of it's a bit too on the nose for sure but yeah at the very least it is doing it's trying something different and in, a, in mm. a way that makes sense as well it's not just some like ridiculously different thing that doesn't fit the franchise like you know mm. jason goes to hell is like the kind of the very very bad version of this <laughs> yeah. Uh, or even even five, five yeah. because it's, it's like another person with the mask on Th- this is actually like no this is going to be the sol- the story of the slow build to someone becoming the shape mm-hmm. that is very fascinating and also this idea that in the real world like you know killers kind of influence new killers they do yeah yeah. that absolutely happens Mm -hmm. uh so it's the best of the three new ones it absolutely is (laughs) uh because at least it's kind of its own thing up until the last 15 20 minutes where it has to just give in to all this uh franchise shit um Mm -hmm. i you know like I think Laurie is fine to be there because I think her sympathising with this guy at first and then slowly kind of realising, oh no, he might be something like like what I have thought before, mm-hmm. is an interesting angle. But I think her confronting Michael again at the end, when and the funny thing is, is it's not even like michael's only there for his mask like yeah he doesn't care about laurie still laurie wasn't necessarily building up and gearing up to fight him so she, she sensed that he might be popping mm-hmm. up and that's why she grabbed the gun and did yeah. the whole suicide attempt fake thing but
1: and uh, honestly i do kind of like like uh the early laurie in this because the last two mm. movies we had like crazy hermit laurie which i did not care for but i like in this one that she is like No, I'm a survivor, and I am choosing to move past my trauma. I'm not letting it define me, and, like, I'm taking Halloween back. Like, I'm celebrating Halloween. You know, like, I actually thought, like, okay, this is a good character development versus, yeah, the last ones, which is just, like, again, this felt unrecognizable to me. But then, yeah, like, as the movie goes on, and then by the end, it's, like, she slips back into that character, which uh, I don't like. They even have her, like, drinking again, which I thought was weird, because, like, earlier they mentioned, like, oh, like, she got sober again. That's weird just to have her, like... Just drinking at the end well, of the day. Well, I think
0: she, she only starts drinking again once she realizes that there's a new shape. You know, once she sure, realizes yeah, yeah. Corey,
1: and I think it's when Allison's left, she starts drinking again. Yeah. Um, so which I, I, yeah, I mean, you know, in that situation, like that'd be very yeah. tempting. But, you what, know, again, I think it'd be nice to show that she can overcome that.
0: But. Which again, you know, they kind of did the alcohol thing in H2O. Yep, yep. Yep. You
1: know, <laughs> they did that with her already. So. <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, and even the idea that he's pinned down so she can kill him. Also, the end of H2O, kind of. Yeah uh yep so
1: you know i mean and even like in that one too like they had a like a definitive kill for him where it's like yeah Yeah, yeah, head chopping like yeah yeah. (laughs) this one's even more extreme than that like which like how do you get more extreme than like a head chopping off but uh who knows (laughs) i say you find out in the next movie that like he quickly switched his body with someone else's uh, so it wasn't Michael Myers that was thrown in there. That, that, I mean, you know, it's all, <laughs> but even though he didn't have his
0: mask on, so that'd be very difficult to, yeah. <laughs> to pull off. Yeah, very, very... Lots of interesting choices, mm-hmm. but also some bad choices. Which yeah. at least makes it a, is an interesting... I don't even want to say failure. I think it's interesting enough that mm-hmm. I wouldn't call it a failure. I'd say it's a interesting film
1: <laughs> for sure no yeah i i agree i mean it's it's a mixed bag definitely um i i think the positive stuff does outweigh the negative stuff for me but unfortunately the negative stuff does still weigh it down to keep it from being like uh something i'm truly excited and happy for
0: yeah it, it's the ending you know where it switches back to Michael called laurie it's also mm-hmm. the execution of a lot of things like for example when they're putting him into the grinder at the end like there's a lot of slow motion like, you know the woman who survived from the last movie like she's looking very intently yeah. everyone's looking like on like oh this is it we have finally dealt with this monster you kind of know thing and mm-hmm. it, that would have like almost made the corey becoming the new shape more effective if he was still alive because yeah. it's like yeah they've dealt with this monster but there's always going to be another one but he's yeah. already dead so they've already dealt with the next one too <laughs> yeah so i don't know strange strange weird choices yeah some weird stuff but um yeah that's halloween ends pretty much I, I i don't know if i've got more things that i want to talk about there's definitely some other stupid little things that made me laugh throughout with like the line delivery or like weird mm. pauses after things or reactions but yeah as far as all the big stuff goes like that is absolutely like you know everything i think yeah well um <laughs> would you like to rate halloween ends
1: Sure. Uh, so again, you know, just to reiterate it, it is uh, a bit of a mixed bag for me. Uh, there's a lot of stuff I like. Uh, and again, you know, the stuff I like is generally the Corey story, which again, you know, very surprising to say that, you know, the stuff that is the least Halloween and well, I mean, it, you know, it can still feel like Halloween, but like mm. less Michael Myers-y. Um, but yeah, it, it's uh, it's it, this is a problem with just too many movies this day, not to get on soapbox, but it's just you know giving into this like fan service easter egg bullshit where it's like you can't just let the movie stand on its own it's like no we have to have this showdown between michael and Mm -hmm. laurie and it's like yeah we don't need this especially since like we've gotten it in like other movies already um and and it sucks because it just feels like this truly could have been not a perfect movie but something a lot more special if they were getting past that and just focusing on um yeah the the new uh and i'm sure it would have made fans upset and stuff but um hey get over it uh so i i i don't again i do think uh this one actually was shot pretty well like I, I think there was like a lot of just like uh you know camera work and just again the way it had looked and mm. like some of the kill scenes and stuff like i i was into it versus uh like you know halloween kills which like yeah, the the vi- like that one was super violent and over the top but it didn't feel like Halloween to me and I didn't really like the the kills in that. Um you know versus this which I I actually did um and then yeah the, the, even some of the cheesier stuff like you were kind of saying like some parts that were hammy <clears throat> like honestly that stuff kind of worked for me like i'm not gonna say that it's not cheesy but like i mean, I, <laughs> I, I was laughing so at least there was someone yeah it, out it's it. yeah getting a reaction but I, I don't know if it wanted me to laugh though is the is the problem yeah yeah mm-hmm. uh, i'm I'm assuming not but like <laughs> uh so suffice so to say with all of that though i i think i'm gonna give it a a six which i'm yeah. like very surprised at because yeah, I I don't even remember what we gave the other ones, but they're so like... There was little than like, <laughs> that. Yeah. Uh, but no, like I, I think this is as it is, it's a surprisingly okay movie given that it's a third part of a trilogy that I think is pretty bad. However, uh you know, and, and that might not sound like a great compliment, but I think that this easily could have been, you know, maybe not like an 8 or a 9, but like, a, again, if you Get rid of all that michael stuff and then just focus on this new idea and this Corey stuff like that easily could have bumped it up to like you know 7 7.5 or something for me which yeah is a shame
0: that's it's true that's i think there's a version of this idea mm-hmm. of this movie that could be fantastic there's yeah. a version of this movie that mm-hmm. could be genuinely great uh but as it is i'm going to agree with six wow i think i think there's I'm enough very surprised it <laughs> makes it worthwhile even though there's a lot of things mm-hmm. that don't you know another small moment is uh like right before she's going to kill michael uh mm-hmm. laurie holds up the butcher knife mm-hmm. and like there's sort of cg'd on like a reflection mm-hmm. of michael on the table and mm-hmm. it just looks so phony and forced yeah. mm-hmm. uh that it just it you know takes you out of it because it feels so silly um i, I laughed you know, yeah. during that moment mm-hmm. uh so you know uh that, that's what that's you know that's what it is um
1: very yeah very strange it's just so weird to have stuff like that that is laughably bad like with this juxtaposition of like scenes that are legitimately interesting and well mm. done and that make you go like oh like this is cool like it's yeah it's strange also as a special
0: bonus um it wasn't just us two who saw the movie today so uh what? <laughs> yes um tara is here and she will also give her rating of halloween ends it's a six <laughs> a women are very few words, uh, right. although notably that turned it into a 666, which Hell is yeah. exciting <laughs> in all of its own ways. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you, you, you can, well,
1: <laughs> hey, bye, everyone say bye to Tara. She's gonna go watch a sci-fi movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, there you go, that is uh, our thoughts on Halloween ends. Um, mm-hmm i think it's the most interesting of the three obviously it wasn't
1: oh, it went, like by yeah. a mile yeah yeah
0: it wasn't it's true because we didn't go two hours 40 minutes like there was so much wrong yeah. with that last minute <laughs> we went a ridiculous amount of time yeah uh, but that is that is uh, halloween ends that is the end of this trilogy which has plagued us with uh different <laughs> levels of discussion mm-hmm. um so i will take this time to thank everyone for watching and thank you for supporting all the content obviously this is kind of a special episode because mm-hmm, we're in person mm-hmm. Um, but you can, of course, um, support everything over at Patreon.com slash TV. Yeah,
1: if you want to see us do more in-person episodes, uh, really hike up those <laughs> Patreon <laughs>
0: numbers. Oh yeah, if the Patreon numbers go high enough, I'll I'll, I'll uh, come yeah. and record You fly episodes. out once a month. <laughs> <laughs> um But that, uh you know, go to Patreon and uh, you get bonus episodes. Mm-hmm. You get even more streams, which is a monthly bonus show where we talk about different horror movies that we've been watching that, you know, we didn't review on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, you get to vote on things, all that sort of stuff. Uh, so go check out that. And you just saw a tower there. Go check out the Atomic Cinema Experiment <laughs> uh, or sci fi movie podcast. And coming soon to Mel Fuzz Movies is the Collector's Cut, a new show with myself and David uh, doing mm-hmm. different movie franchises and themes that are not horror or sci fi. They're just the rest <laughs> well there may be sometimes but the, the rest of the movie uh, genre uh, spectrum so uh, uh, check out all that but otherwise you know you can hit the super thanks button you can like you can subscribe you can ding the bell for notifications you can rate the podcast on iTunes wherever you get your podcast from uh,
1: but otherwise I think that's us did you think the producers you Tim, know who they are? Tim, do you see a list of names on... This is not my computer. I literally do see a list of names. That's the IMDB page for okay. Halloween Ends. All right, well, now, yeah, you're being more specific. Thank you to Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> Thank you to Andy Matchett. <laughs> Thank you to James Jude Courtney. <laughs> okay, well, I shouldn't do this because of your attitude, but before we leave, since you are a guest in my country, I did get you a little <laughs> present. <laughs> As in custom, for... Us usa I have no idea what this is. The, oh, come on, you know what it is. What? No, I don't. You know what it is. No, I
0: don't. Okay, <laughs> I'm opening this live on air. Mm. Oh, oh, it's Halloween related. I see a Halloween thing. Oh, it's a <laughs> Halloween action figure,
1: which is about... Maybe an inch tall? <laughs> maybe less? It's the world's tiniest Michael Myers. <laughs> from your favorite halloween
0: film it's, it's halloween 2 is not my favorite are, are you sure yeah, oh i'm going the wrong way uh, right, there we go there we go halloween 2 <laughs> uh michael myers and honey i shrunk the kid's size right. uh now you can you, give uh, me my present thank you so very much tim um i'll do that off camera tim okay oh good okay. It's, it's too personal <laughs> to, to reveal to the world That's on camera fair. um <laughs> i'll be honest i was a little worried that was going to be leprechaun related (laughs) or possibly uh the boy related Mm -hmm. not that they sell boy merch no one has boy merch
1: not yet there's like one leprechaun promotional action figure from like the 90s (laughs) that's like going for thousands on ebay but someday it will be mine (gasps) oh Uh, another excuse to bump up those patreon (laughs) numbers
0: But yes thank you everyone for joining us uh we appreciate it mm-hmm. we really do um the support is why i'm able to come here yeah, and yeah, do an yeah, yeah. in-person episode with tim and uh, mm-hmm. maybe there'll be more in the future someday fun. yeah or maybe um, i'll
1: go to the caribbean someday and visit you
0: <laughs> thank you very much for joining us from subscribe after midnight keep watching scary movies goodbye peace